Father's House Community Chapel Word on the Go podcast. Now to today's message. For the past five weeks, we have been talking about a very interesting subject that every believer must take seriously. Amen. A very, very interesting subject that I believe that every Christian, everyone who calls on the name of the Lord must learn to take very, very seriously. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Because we have a journey to make. We have questions to answer. We have somebody to report to one day. Hallelujah. We have somebody to account to one day. And so if you are not taking the subject of stewardship very well, it means that you don't really care about that day. You don't really care about the future. You don't really care about where you're going. Hallelujah. But if you care and you really believe that one day we will all stand before God, then you are going to take this subject of stewardship very, 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 very serious. Amen. Oh, come on, talk back to me. I said amen. And we have, today I'm trying to wrap up and to conclude so that we can move forward. Amen. And we have said so many things here concerning stewardship. We said stewardship is managing somebody else's property or possession. It means that the thing is not ours. Amen. The thing is for somebody, but the person trusts you so much that he gave it to you. Listen to me. We use the word entrust into, God has entrusted something into your hand. It simply means that he trusts you to give you that thing. So when he say entrusted into your hand, it means that the person trusts that you can, you, you can take care of it. You are able to take care of it. That's why he gives to you. Is somebody here with me? And so that is why in stewardship, we are saying that all that we have, all that we are, we were entrusted with it. God gave, God gave it to us so that we can manage it. Whether it is your life, the, the thing that you call my life is no more your life. You come to understanding, understand that the life you have, God gave it to you. Whether it's the time you have here on earth, it is God who entrusted it to your, into your hands. Amen. Some have been given longer, some have been given shorter. But yes, still God trusts that you can do something with it. So he gave you that life. He gave you that time. Whether it is your treasure, whether it is your money, your car, your house, your possession, whatever it is, God gave it to you because he trusts that you can do something with it. That is why he gave it to you. So you are just a manager of God's property. Somebody say, I'm a manager of God's property. You, you don't need for somebody to call you a manager. Today I'm calling you a manager. 
Amen. For some of you, nobody have called you a manager before. Today, I have elevated you. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So, if they just call you a fear, a fear, a fear. Today, I call you manager, a fear. Amen. Because you manage some things in life. Amen. 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 God has given you everything that you have and you are yet to get or to gain in life. So, you manage. And so, we talked about God giving us life, time, treasure, and what? There were forties and talents. Hallelujah. The talent you have. The talent you have is God who gave it to you. Amen. How many of us don't have talent here? Let me see your hands above your head. It makes you more spiritual. Let me see your hands up. If you believe that you don't have any talent. Wonderful. So all of us believe that we have talent. Amen. And the talent that you have is a gift. Or something that God gave it to you. Because he trusts you can use it properly. So when we started talking about stewardship. We said that there are four pillars that are very important when you have to, if you have to understand, still worship. Four pillars. Number one, you must understand that there is an owner. Ownership. The principle or the pillar of ownership. Pastor Jibadi made a statement. I heard it over the internet. via streaming. It stuck with me. It said, ownership is with God. Stewardship is with man. Ownership is with Stewardship is with. I want to hear everybody say. Ownership is with. Stewardship is with. It means that God is the owner. And we human beings are the ones supposed to manage it. Amen. It started from the Garden of Eden. When God created all things, he made all things. He gave it to Adam to manage it. Praise the Lord. So, you must understand that when it comes to stewardship, the first principle is the principle of ownership. God owns it all. Never come to a place where you feel that, hey, my hands, my strength, my, my, my whatever I have has gotten me this. No. God owns it. It's not yours. Amen? You are just managing it. Come on, smile. At least I told you the truth, so smile. Amen. Amen. So God is the owner of all things. The Bible said the earth is the Lord. And the fullness thereof. The world and they that dwells within it. Praise the Lord. This is a picture of everything you can think of. And he said, it's for the Lord. So God owns it all. The second principle we talked about is the principle of what? Responsibility. You must be responsible. Responsibility. Some of us are not responsible with the talent, the time, the gifts, the money, the treasure, you know. That God has entrusted into it. We are not responsible. We just, we just use it anyhow. But child of God, God wants you to be responsible. Turn to a brother or sister sitting next to you and say, be responsible. Amen. 
Be responsible. The, 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 our main scripture from Matthew chapter 25 talked about the master or a man who was traveling into a faraway country and he gave talents. He gave talents to his servants. One he gave five. The other one he gave what? Two. And the other one he gave one. The one with the five talents was responsible. He, he thought about how to multiply the talents or whatever he had been entrusted with. He thought about how to gain more. How to use it to benefit. He thought about how he can multiply it. What is it that the Lord has given to you? What is it that you have? You are responsible of making it more better than it was trusted into your hands. Can I hear somebody say amen? And that is why you must strive in life to better yourself. Better your life, better your talents, better your, make good use of your time. I told you when I started that if you live about 75 years of your life, 20, over 26 of those years, 26 of the years you lived sleeping. If you live 75 years old, the Bible said that for, for the life of man is 70, if by strength we shall gain 80 or more. But if you live 70, 75 years, you spend 26 years sleeping. If you just sleep the normal, you know, eight hours a day. I tell people that even this calculation, because from when you were young, when you, from the time you were a baby, most of the thing you do is sleeping. So even the eight hours calculation is more. Because children, they eat, they look around small, and they sleep. By the time they wake up, they have downloaded. You clean them up. They eat again. They smile with you small. The air blow on their eyes and they are gone again. Most of the time they are sleeping. Those ones we don't even calculate. Amen. And so most, most about one third of your life you lived sleeping. So make a good use of the, the, the one that is, the two thirds that is left. Is it two thirds? If one third is gone. Mass mantra, mantra A. Mass David some of us, we went to First World War, Second World War, Third World War. You understand? <laughs> so, some of you are good. One time, pam, then you get seven A's. How many of you had seven A's here? SHS. Abna? It's saying. <laughs> and next week, when you're coming, please bring your results to church so we can verify. <laughs> so we can verify. Oh, you had eight A's. <laughs> Amen. Then to somebody and say, be responsible. And then the, the next thing we talked about is what? Accountability. The principle of accountability. Whatever you do in life, you will account one day. Oh, Jesus is gone. He went 2,000 years ago. He said he's coming soon. He has not come. So, Charlie, let's eat and drink and make merry. 
one day you will account. From the story we read in Matthew chapter 5, it talked about, it said the king went. But after a, a while, after some time, he came back. The man went, a normal man went to receive the kingdom. But he came back. He didn't stay there forever. So Jesus will come back again. One of the, uh, of the messages we, I, I, I intend to preach is about heaven and hell. One of these days, I'm going to preach it here. Very soon, very, very, very soon. It may be my next agenda. Heaven and hell. Heaven and hell. The church is not preaching it again. We are preaching about prosperity. We are preaching about, you know, making it in life. and making it. But Charlie, we are all on transition. Everybody seated here under the sound of my voice, you are on transition. Your time is ticking. Can I hear somebody say amen? So we need to know that you will be caught. So we have to sit up. Amen. Oh, come on, say amen with me. You may not like what I'm preaching this morning, but just say amen. Just smile, I see. Oh, hey, that's good. That's a good word. Just fake it, but it's okay. Praise the Lord. Accountability. When, when the man came, he called them and he said, show me what you did with the talent I gave you. And the Bible said that the one with the five came and said, hey, master, you gave me five, but I did something profitable with it and I have gained five more. Here are, what you, here are the, the, the five more I gained. And he said, well done, thou good and faithful servant. Pastor Jibwadi keeps saying that, that, listen, it is better to be said of, I mean, your testimony should be, well done, thou good and faithful servant, than well done, thou good and popular servant. You just don't have to be popular. Popular. Hey! Popular. Popular. When I was in secondary school, I was very popular. <laughs> oh, I was popular. Not for the good reasons. In, in our days, <laughs> those things we thought were good, but not for the good reason. When I'm coming, oh boy. That's big time daddy. That was my nickname, big time daddy. God had mercy on me and snatched me. While they call me big time, God say, oh, young foolish boy. <laughs> Praise the Lord. But we will all account one day. Eh? We'll all account. You're a student, you're in a hostel, your roommate is not born again. You've never ever preached to her or him. You will account. You live in a house with people. You laugh and talk about all the nice and things that I invoke. You never talk to them about Jesus Christ. You will account. Can I, can I talk? Yeah. You go to the washing bay, go and park your car. And they give you all the fine. Bossu, bossu, and then they make chow clean, make chow. Over your underbody and injury, and now over here. So, what are your body, mommy? 
You know when they are giving you funds, there's a great expectation. <laughs> they are telling you that, oh, yeah, yes, I've been sitting here. I know. Oh, you cannot be saying, but I hear. Oh, I'm G7, but so on him. You have that privilege and rapport with that person, but you never tell the person about Jesus. You will account. You have money to give offering. You only give one CD. You will account. When you were coming to church, not you. You decide to take the chicken change and give that to God, your account. For the past five months, they pay you. You get money. You don't tithe. You will account. Can I bring it home? There are people who sit by you every Sunday. You never know their name. You account. Oh yeah, they have started asking name. Yeah, friend, say. Yeah, friend, say. You account. If you haven't subscribed yet, do well to hit the subscribe button for new episodes. Do well to join our Wednesday teaching service and Friday worship service both from 6pm to 8.30pm and Sunday family service from 8.30am to 11 o'clock am and you will be blessed. Some of you when we close church, ping, 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 you are vanished, you are gone, you never say hi to, never make friends, never, you will account. Church folks, we are family. We are family. And you are part of the family. But you never check on any family member. Never check on any church member. You will account. You don't do visitation. You will account. Your visitations are only when there is a party. Charlie, there is a party here. Oh, so I had a birthday party. That is when you show up. You will account. You see a brother or a sister in need. In need. Tell me. You see a brother or sister in need. Jesus said that I was naked. You didn't clothe me. I was in the prison. You didn't visit me. I was sick. You didn't come. I was cold. You didn't clothe me. And then they ask him, where, 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 where did we see you that? And he said, if you were not able to do it to one of these little one of mine, then you didn't do it to me. You will account. You have a car. You come to church alone. You drive home alone. While people walk. Never give anybody lift. You will account. As much as it may, it may be like a comic relief and we are all laughing, but it's a serious thing. 
Sometimes when you see God blessing some people, you think, hey, we have used our cars like trotros. I'm telling you. We have used our cars like trotro. Sometimes when they close, we can't, we can't just see people go. No. We will go and drop. Sometimes those times I used to drop, I'll drop. By the time I get home, it's like 12. But you, God has blessed you with Toyota Corolla. In case you use a Toyota Corolla, yeah, please. Please, not you. <laughs> you use a Toyota Corolla, right? You also use a Corolla. There's a big difference, but I know. But they are all Corolla. So I'm not talking to any of you. <laughs> Pastor George. Oh, Eradi. Go do heaven. Obey ye. And then you close church. You drive your car alone home. You are coming home. No, don't give anybody. You account. God gave that car to you. Not to you and your, your husband or your wife alone. He used it to serve him and serve his people. So if God sees that I'm using my car, for the work of his ministry. He's planning a better car for me. But the one with the, set, with the five that gained more, the one that was collected was added to him. So be here. If you see that God have blessed me with some powerful car. Mm. Hallelujah. Accountability. And then the final thing we talked about was rewards. The principle of reward. We talked about four things. The principle of ownership. The principle of responsibility. The principle of accountability. And the principle of reward. If you are talking about stewardship, these are the pillars that govern stewardship. If you understand these things, you'll be humble in life. Everything that you have, you will use it to serve God. Reward. Whether you do good or you do bad, you will be rewarded. Whether you do good or whether you do bad, there is a reward waiting for you. If you do good, you will get good results or good rewards. If you do bad, you will get bad rewards. The one that didn't do anything with the talent... He said, take him and, and cast him somewhere to suffer. That is a reward. Amen. And so whatever you do in this life, you will be rewarded. The Bible said, for God is no mock. For whatsoever a man soweth, the same shall he reap. You come to church and give chicken change. God will bless you, chicken change blessing. Am I talking to somebody here? Last week I I I, I was in church. I I was broke. Broke. I mean broke. Sometimes you think men of God don't get broke. Ask Pastor Ishmael. <laughs> broke gave my everything as my last offering 
had to go to Kumasi, went to Kumasi, came back. I was in the office there. Is it when? Is it Friday or something? Somebody came. They said, oh, I want to say, I want to bless you with this. Me and my wife want to bless you with this. I say hallelujah. baby, say hallelujah. You are saying hallelujah for me. Mommy, come here. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. And the Lord said, when you sow, you will reap. Amen. He said, when you sow, you will reap. When Sunday was first, they prayed that God blessed them and remember them this week. I held on to that word. And Sunday will keep winning. And God will keep blessing us. I mean, God will bless us and bless us and bless us and keep blessing us. Oh, Sundays, what a wonderful people. What a wow. <laughs> Amen. Amen. So these are the principles. These are the principles that we shouldn't forget all the days of our lives. Amen. Amen. I want to close by saying that some of you have talents here. Please, use it. Use it. You have good talents. Use it for the kingdom of God. God will reward you greatly. Amen. Can I hear somebody say amen? All right. This morning, our brother and our sister, our brother Jude and our sister, Sarah are in church. We've, we've not seen them for a while. In the God of my salvation, there is a God called the God of my salvation. There is a place you come, you personalize God. It is, he's, he's no more the general God. He's the God of my salvation. Because my story is different from your story. Okay. My story is different. So the God I would joy in the God of my salvation. So in all things give thanks for this is the will of God concerning you. There is a will of God concerning you, child of God. There is a will. And sometimes the will of God, you can never understand it with this, your carnal mind. You will not be able to grasp it. You will not be able to get the full picture. He reveals it to you in pieces and bits. But the end picture is so beautiful. That is how he works. That is how God the latter end, the Bible said the latter end of Job was what? Well, more greater than his former life or the beginning. So whatever you go through, child of God, learn how to thank God in it. It may not be good news, but thank God. Sometimes it may be with tears in your eyes, but thank God. 
I'm not only talking to uh, uh, Jude or Sarah. I'm talking to us. Praise the Lord. I'm not only talking to, I'm talking to us because child of God, all of us here have unique stories. What All of us seated here, including Mr. Kodo, we all have unique stories. <laughs> My personal person. We all have unique story, but God has a will when it comes to what he expects to see you doing in the midst of your story. And his will is that you will thank him. When you read, I'll, I'll finish on this. When you read the story, there's a story in 2 Samuel chapter 12. 2 Samuel. I hope I got it right. 2 Samuel chapter 12. And then I'll close. 2 Samuel chapter 12 verse 15 2 Samuel chapter 12 verse 15 listen and Nathan departed unto his house and the Lord struck the child which the child that Uriel's wife bore on, or bare unto David and it, and it was sick Okay, King James. David therefore besought God to besought be, to besought God that is old English is to endlessly seek God in prayer. And he besought God and David fasted and went in and lay all night upon the earth. He went and spread himself on the floor that God will answer. The Bible said, go on. And the elders of the, his house arose and went to him to raise him up from the earth. But he would not. Neither did he eat bread with them. And it came to pass on the seventh day that the child died. And the servants of David feared to tell him that the child was dead for they said behold while the child was yet alive we spake unto him and he would not hearken unto our voices how will he then vex himself if we tell him that the child was dead go on keep on keep on going let me finish but when David saw that his servant whispered David perceived that the child was dead therefore David said unto his servant is the child dead and they said he is dead go on then David arose from the earth washed himself, anointed himself, changed his clothes, and came into the house of the Lord and worshipped. Then he came to his own house when he, and, and when he required, they set bread before him and he did eat. This morning, our brother and our, sisters, our sister have changed their clothes. Other translated, and David changed his apparel and went into the house of God and worshiped. I mean, it doesn't make sense. You lose something so precious, and that should rather send you into, you know, mourning and hiding and not wanting to 
talk to anybody and being disappointed in even the God of your salvation. But the Bible said David then rose up, washed himself, anointed himself, changed his clothes, and went into the house of God to worship. To worship. To worship. So what the Lord is telling me is that our brother and our sister have changed their apparel. They have put, they have replaced the garment of mourning with the garment of praise. For this is the will of God concerning you. Amen. For this is the will of God concerning you. And, and I'm talking to all of us because once in, the, in our lifetime we may go through challenges. But don't forsake your God. Amen. 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 Don't forsake your God. In your day of trial, in the day of testing, in the day when God comes to test your heart, let him find you faithful. David rose, rose up, went, and then the people came to him and said, ah, but whilst the baby was sick, you were so much moody and believing God and whatever, and now that the baby is gone, you have changed completely, and you are even eating. What did David tell him? Verse 22. And he said, while the child was yet alive, I fasted, I wept. For I said, who can tell whether God will graciously be gracious unto me and that the child might live? Go on. Go on. But now he's dead. Wherefore, I, why should I fast again? I don't just say fast if you Pray and fast in there. You're a bit Honorable. Eh, Obabo. Obo. Mabo. Can I bring him back? Can I bring him back? I shall go to him someday. But he cannot come back to me. God is going to give you babies. Children. There's a name I call her. I call her Ma Sarah. And Ma Sarah is a picture of a mother with many children. Amen. Your name alone, your name alone should always encourage you. The name Sarah is laughter. You will have the last laugh. Can I hear somebody say Amen. Jude, what's the meaning of Jude? Chaliko Kenya Kolia. We don't call you a friend, Nakas and Eva. Many people are to answer, Okai. So, Yeshua, if he knows it, Okai. All right. Jesus is still Lord. <laughs> Amen. This is, this is Pastor George, you know. Yeah. But we want to we thank God with them. 
they've come into just like David worshipped in the house they have come to God and said God we have come just as we are you know it all I remember that evening Dr. Bright called me I mean I called one or two people who were praying, praying, praying but God knows it all God knows it all Amen and today they just want to come and say Father thank you whether life or death, we are saying thank you. Amen. Whether small or plenty, we are saying thank you. And some of you want to seize the moment and also thank God for things in your life that are not going the way you want it. What eh? You want to seize the moment and thank God for some things you are believing God for and they are not seeing it the way you want it. Seize the moment. You studied all night and you, you, you wrote exams and you got some interesting results. Uh, interesting. FB, yeah. I you, baby. You still want to thank God. One rice of it. I'm going to call. I'm going to call Jude. I'm going to call Sarah. Oh, Charlie, keep playing something. Thank you for listening. You can visit our website at fhcconline.org or follow us on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook via FHCC Official for more information. You can also send us your feedback and testimonies via email to info at fhcconline.org. FHCC, raising ambassadors for the kingdom.